we can't help you. And we're not official. Fighting Illini game day coverage continues on your flagship home for Fighting Illini Athletics. News Talk 1400 at 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Now it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Fasteners Etc., your partner in inventory management. Call us with your thoughts, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. 217-351-5357. Now, the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show with your hosts, Scott Beatty and Evan Kahn. Well, here is Plummer, top of the key for three. Got it. From the top of the key, Plummer wasted no time. Buries the three. Kofi with a touch pass right corner. Plummer rises for three, and he got it. Alfonso Plummer with his second three of the game. And man, has he been hot. 12-8 Arizona. Now the Wildcats turn it over. Alfonso Plummer still a microwave. Scored 11 quick points. Finishes up with 25 but it's not enough as the Illini fall by four to the Arizona Wildcats. Welcome back Fasteners, etc. post-game show here with Evan Kahn and Scott Beatty. We want to get your thoughts on this one. Give us a call, 217-356-9397, or text us some of your thoughts on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. We go to the text line first as we wait for those calls to come in. Uh, one texter says they're proud of the Illini's effort and hard play. A lot of respect to Tommy Lloyd and Arizona looks like a Final Four team. Uh, yeah, wouldn't argue completely with that. I just honestly haven't watched enough teams, but they definitely looked legit like a top 10 team here today. Uh, 803 Texter says, just a few too many turnovers. I don't think the best team won tonight. Interesting. Losses to good teams in December won't kill you. Looking like a six seed right now. Um, I'd agree with everything except I, I think Arizona's better. Mm-hmm. They still were better. Uh, what Illinois could be versus what they were. I I think I I get what you're what the texture is saying that Illinois isn't all that it can be yet, but Arizona was definitely a better team, not leaps and bounds, but they were a better team. Yeah, and I wonder if they're just looking at it from the perspective of like they said, too many turnovers and not turnovers forced by Arizona. Yeah. If the Illini take care of the ball a little better, I mean that that's you know one of my keys before we even get to the keys, but 25 points off of turnovers. They weren't just bad turnovers, they were leading to points for Arizona. I I, I agree. I think if the Illini take care of the ball, especially, you know, after they go on the 19-2 run and then after they got it up to five there in the second half, if they take care of the ball, they get some stops, they might hold on to the momentum in the lead, but not enough as the Illini fall. I uh, thought we had a caller, but uh, don't have a caller. Another texter agrees, uh, lost the game because of the turnovers, 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 turnovers. Uh want to point this out. Trent Frazier had zero turnovers tonight, mm-hmm. so shout out to him. But I thought he was player of the game. I know we haven't gotten to that yet. It's it's coming up here in this first segment, the MX Electrifying Player of the Game. And, My bad. And if we, yeah, we, we'll get there, but... Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess you're going to name him, ultimately. 
you know, it's, it's, I'm it's just giving you my input. It's typically a team effort, but yeah, I mean, he went, he went on the mini run, um, that, that really just ignited the offense there. And then it got, you know, Plummer back involved and it got Grandison involved. And maybe that, that's the bigger thing. I, I and they didn't get a whole lot of shots, but outside of the big four for the Illini tonight, nothing. Literally nothing. Four guys score for the Illini in double figures. Zero points combined from the other six. Uh, as I said, you know, Goody didn't put up a shot. BBV didn't put up a, a shot yeah. either. And Melendez only had the one that got blocked. But those guys weren't getting looks. And, and I sp- think that speaks to the, the half-court offense that, once again, they were trying to run it 35 feet out. Too many picks, way too far away. And they, they just... The, the half-court offense uh, held back the Illini. Well, the guy you're really missing production from of the players available was Coleman Hawkins. Yes. He just did not provide much at all offensively and had some key issues at, at times. And, of course, the guy he was on largely went off for 30. <laughs> now, I mean, Matherin's a really good ball player, and this is for the second straight time that Illinois has seen Arizona – Going back to 2019, they're looking at a roster of NBA guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, but but the line I needed way more from Hawkins. The other guys, well, Demonte Williams. Yeah, you always want more offense from Demonte Williams. Mm-hmm. That just by and large hasn't been his role. But the other four guys you mentioned, Payne, Goody, Bosmus, Verdonkin, Melendez, all had single digits in minutes played. So of that core group, I mean, there were only six guys that had double digit minutes, and four of them scored points that just isn't typically a a recipe for a winning team yeah and and that goes back to you know how many guys does brad underwood trust right now and by the looks of it it's not a whole lot of them when you throw in the injuries and the sickness and you know somebody gets into foul trouble things just get thrown off all right let's go to the phone lines 217 if you want to give us a call 217-356- Nine three nine seven. Our friend Simeon's out in Virginia. Get your thoughts here on the Illini loss. Well, Scott, so my thunder, but uh, sorry, the good guys don't always win. So how you doing? That? <laughs> I uh, we were really missing a point guard tonight. Um, Frazier, it you know was, you know they tried to do it by committee with mostly Frazier, but it it really showed and. Uh, I was going to mention Hawkins, which is already was was uh, mentioned, um, and uh, I think we could have benefited from a, a healthy uh, Austin Hutcherson because we could have thrown a different body at uh, what was the guy that scored all those points at beginning of the game? Matherin. Matherin, you know, it would have been a different body, which maybe been a, a different result, but. Um, Hopefully we'll get a, a healthy team and we'll learn from this. And uh, um, I know we'll do better down the line. Uh, did uh, I, I, I heard that uh, Cabello was getting better? Um, but is there any timeline for his return? Because uh, no, nope. um, all those points off all turnovers. If we didn't have all those uh, points, if they didn't have all those points off turnovers, maybe we win that game. Um, Brad Underwood had some difficulty as well. Brad Underwood uh, indicated that we may not have him for a while in the postgame press conference that's going on right now, and uh, uh, I'm, I'm watching the Twitter feed of quotes coming through and mm. seeing that from multiple folks. But 
you know, we heard from Ked Prince this morning that he thought Corbello's getting closer. So I guess he's always getting closer in <laughs> time. But uh, Brad Under was a little more optimistic a couple of uh, yesterday. Who knows? We just we just don't know. And I understand why they're giving this uh, a lot of privacy and, and not revealing much. It's just going to be a situation we'll just know when we all know. Okay. Well, I was really hoping we were going to send uh, Arizona home with an L, um, but it's, we just have to regroup and go back out. I'm still real high on this team, um, but I will be happy when everybody's in uniform and available. So uh, I'll be listening, and hopefully I can hear from some other guys. Maybe Steve will call. That would be great <laughs> if he would call. So. But anyway, yeah, it's just uh, like we're missing Curbelo. We're missing Steve here. Come on now, we, we need we need the <laughs> whole roster. Have you, have you heard from Have you heard from Steve this year? Not since football. He's not been an everyday guy. Let's just say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but maybe uh, you know Steve is just kind of watching from afar. So, all right. Well, uh, thanks so much, guys, and I'll be uh, listening to the rest of the show. Hey, thanks for calling in. As always, Simeon, appreciate your thoughts. You can give us a call, 217-356-9397. We go back to the phone line before we go to the text line. Jim is with us. He is in Peoria. Not Steve from Peoria, but it's Jim. Jim, what are your thoughts? Uh, Two or three items real quick. Uh, I guess when you give up 83 points in your home court, most times you're probably going to lose, I think, analytics would tell us that also do you guys ever remember an Illini team have two starters that didn't even score in a game that that's phenomenal in a bad way gross era (laughs) yeah maybe maybe yeah and do you think we're ever going to recruit a power forward that can make an eight to 12 foot jump shot I mean we are like Kofi layup or three-point guys we have nobody they can make an 8- to 12-foot jump shot. And Arizona had all kinds of guys that could do it. Well, that's what they're working on for this next class. But uh, you're right. There, there just needs to be one more option in the toolbox for scoring. And even right. so, and even so, I get your point. But even so, Illinois was almost there tonight. You're Obviously, you're missing Curbelo. But if they limited a few more mistakes and – uh, you know, a couple more things are executed. Maybe we're talking about a different result. But I hear you. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for your thoughts, Jim. Appreciate you calling in. And although Arizona did score 83 points, uh, held them what eight points below their season average, and the Illini put up 79, and Arizona came in as the number seven ranked defense. So positives on the offensive side, but. The negatives outweigh it in in the line I lost. Let's get one more call in here before we get our MX electrifying player of the game. And Michael's with us in Champaign. How are you, Michael? Oh, doing pretty good. How about yourself? Hey, we're hanging in there. What are your thoughts? Uh, So a couple things I want to say. Uh, One, just uh, coming into this season, you're looking at last season's stats. I think Kofi had five assists all of last season maybe three, somewhere in that neighborhood, and he's already way above that. I appreciate that he's not trying to force it into the basket every time. So at least I appreciate that he's got progress on there, and I hope for the positive in the end uh, with this season. The other thing I really want to say is my first game this season going to in person, and I was really shocked to see fans starting to leave with two-possession game and a minute left. 
especially playing Arizona. Doesn't that remind anybody of anything? It's like, why leave with a minute left on a two-position game? So um, I just thought it was kind of kind of wild. And But there were still people that, you know, started to stand up, and then they stood at the, at the railing until the last uh, uh, the last foul. And so it was like, you know, hey, we remember how this goes with two possessions. We can still pull this off, especially with Augie in the building tonight. So it was a pretty good game, though. Yeah, uh, thanks for calling in, Michael. A lot of a lot of good thoughts there. Work backwards. That I don't know. I, they were I've, probably I've the fans seen... that were wearing the wrong color. <laughs> there's there's Scott's dig for the evening, but Illinois fans, and it's not their fault. If if you've ever tried to leave the Assembly Hall, the State Farm Center, you're going to be sitting in idle for about an hour if you don't get out early. But to your to your point. It was a close game. You know, we, we never re- leave Wrigley early. If it's a close game, you don't leave the State Farm Center early. I gave the fans a B plus today. I thought they did a great job. They had a good showing. Didn't keep the energy. That it, it felt a couple times they got that uh-oh feeling. But uh, for the most part, I mean, it was loud and it was rocking. And uh, as Scott pointed out, not everybody followed the, the orange and blue to their section. So get a, a little bit of a, a deduction for that. But all in all, they did well. And Kofi's passing has been improved. And maybe that was that was part of the issue to start the, the second half. And it allowed Arizona to get that lead. And then it felt like the whole second half the Illini were battling back was they were focused on getting it to Kofi. They got it to Kofi three straight times, but he was dead set on going to the rim, and he got blocked three straight times. Hey, I have bad news to pass along. Uh, is it something that I was going to bring up with Simeon? Go ahead. Uh, no. Uh, uh, it's it's this just in from Brad Underwood. <laughs> oh. Uh, per Scott Ritchie and uh, several other Illini reporters who are at the postgame press conference, Austin Hutcherson... Yeah. Out for the rest of the year. Brad or Brian had mentioned that in the broadcast. I oh, wondered, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know if he had misspoke or or he had gotten word, but I hadn't heard an official announcement. But that's that sounds pretty official to me. So yeah, Hutcherson done for the year. Maybe having surgery again. Yeah, Austin Hutcherson has an athletic hernia oh. that will require surgery. That will put him out about ten weeks, according to Brad Underwood. Uh, can't get much tougher for that guy in his basketball journey, yeah. can it? That basically, except for the spotty minutes he's had here and there, <clears throat> this season he's basically been out three straight years. One by transfer and now two by injury. And that's a that's a tough go of it for that kid. Incredibly tough luck for a, a guy that people inside and outside the program had a lot of high hopes for being a, a big key to this team. So once again, well, he, he was all the buzz yeah. this off season. Once Kofi said he was coming back, it was all about Austin Hutcherson's looking really good. Austin Hutcherson's looking really good. And we're talking about maybe an X factor because we haven't seen him. And <laughs> just, it, it's just one of those stories and you just hate to see it. Yeah, and an athletic hernia of all things, those things. I don't just, know exactly what that is, but I don't want to ever have it. Yeah, they, they... Given my lack of athleticism, I probably won't, but... Yeah. Extremely unfortunate. Okay, let's get to our MX Electrifying player of the game. MX Electric wants to be your electrician when you're in need of electrical service, both residential and commercial. Call 217-359-7293. To schedule your project and remember, relax, call Max. So Scott already threw his vote out there for Trent Frazier, and I had I had perfectly organized, you know, my my 
highlights for Trent Frazier to get a player of the game in the event that the Illini won. But sadly, the Illini didn't win. And on top of that, as we've talked about, uh, Matherin went off for 30. He ends up one point shy of his career high. And that's what it took, right? For, you know, and we're not being half glass full if you will we'll play some comments from Brad Underwood he did not seem pleased at all with this loss it felt like a, a a game that they should have had it took their lottery pick 39 minutes and 30 points to beat the Illini today and that's what lottery picks like that do right if Iowa was here he probably would have done the same thing in the Illini win by five but as we've talked about before, Illinois doesn't really have that NBA kind of take over the game kind of guy, although Frazier and Plummer and Kofi can do it for spurts. I thought Matherin for, for Arizona really just controlled things. Yeah. Yeah. Frazier was definitely the player of the game for the Illini. But right. Yeah. I can't argue at all. Matherin was best player on the floor tonight. All right. So we will give him our MX electrifying player of the game. Don't worry, Trent. We've got plenty of highlights from you coming. Top of the key, shoots a two, missed it. On it with some long shots here. Rebound, Creasa, here they come on the break. Right wing, Matherin shoots a three, got another one. Matherin with a three. He's up to 23, and Arizona on a 12-0 run. The seats are unoccupied. Everybody's standing. 2-10 for the game. Bounce pass inside Coburn. Right of the lane against Coloco with a left hand. Had it blocked. Loose ball. Arizona with a steal. Three on one. Layup. Matherin got it. Frazier nearly stole it. Matherin lays it in. Yeah, it goes off for 37 rebounds. Turned it over five times, but it's enough to lead the Wildcats to a four-point win at the State Farm Center. Our MX electrifying player of the game. We've got all kinds of texts that i got to sort through here on the break. We've got some calls as well. Fasteners, etc. post-game show here on News Talk 1400, 93.9 and Light Rock 97.5. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. When there's work to do, ground to break, earth to move, and a reputation to uphold, you need the durable Kubota RTV-X. Built with half-ton capabilities, industry-leading heavy-duty features, and a cargo bed that easily transitions into a second row of seating, the RTV-X is North America's number one selling diesel utility vehicle. Visit your local Kubota dealer and test drive one today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Berkey's at 2202 South High Cross Road in Urbana. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. It just seems like everywhere I go, somebody's yelling in my ear. The conversation about today's game continues on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Join in by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Across the timeline, back to Grandison, swinging left side corner, Frazier. Thought about a three, drives baseline, throws it out top, Hawkins. Touch pass, Grandison, left side three, got it. Yes, sir. Great ball. Grandison buries the three. Yeah, there was a little half-court offense. They got Jacob Grandison a three. He goes four of nine from deep, finishes with 14 points. 
Five boards, three assists, and a busted open forehead and a losing effort here on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Evan Scott and Dylan with you. Lots of thoughts here on this Illini loss. We go back to the text line real quick to get some of those thoughts. Uh, somebody says, what a game. Really missed Io late in this one. Need more from Hawkins. Agreed and agreed. Second straight game, Hawkins has been in foul trouble and really been a non-factor. Yeah, one of them was a was a not a, probably a great call. Yeah, in the second in the second half, but yeah. picking up two early fouls in the first half, both games. I mean, it just it knocks him out. Doesn't get him in an offensive flow. And as we saw against Ron Harper Jr., who knocked off number one Purdue. If you know you have your best defender out there locking up a guy, um, would have been nice. Um, no shame in the loss to Arizona, says Eric. Uh, Final Four team, once again, Illinois is not ranked. And that's a question we had going in. If even with a loss, could the Illini be ranked? Probably not. They might be 26 after this. I think they'll be RV for sure. But this is what I was raising in the last few days. There is a level to which... This isn't the worst thing to lose this. It's it's hard. It's a hard, tougher loss because it's on your home floor, and it really helps you in March when they look back and see, okay, you beat your toughest non-con opponent. Yep. But it will ultimately come down to how Illinois plays through the Big Ten season. And you know, Brad Underwood says they're going to go to work. They they have been limited in what they can do in practice, and the trend has been. The trend has been, come January and February, mm-hmm. they get it together under Brad Underwood. And that's been true of his Stephen F. Austin teams and his Oklahoma State teams. Just go back and look. And he has admitted himself, my teams aren't very good in November and December. And it was a couple of years ago we were talking after, I don't know, the Mizzou game and and uh, maybe it was another game where we were like, yeah, they're not going to make the tournament. And they ended up, would have made the tournament if the season hadn't been canceled. Mm-hmm. They got things together and they're not that far off even without Curbelo. Mm-hmm. there's enough pieces to make it work so I don't think it's gloom and doom but it's a tough loss yeah and as somebody says it says it's a huge loss huge loss I think in the opportunity lost um, as they say opportunity to get a, a big win in the non-conference is now over uh, yeah yeah, that's that's kind of true. We saw Missouri got shellacked by Kansas today, and they just have not been very good. So, Illini on the losing side, but still in, uh, plenty of time to get it right. Let's go back to the phone line. Give us a call, 217-356-9397. I believe this is Vinny V. Vinny V's with us. He's in Champaign. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was a great game for Illinois, a great learning experience. Um, the only thing I think with the coaching staff, and, and nobody said this, but if you got some guards that are hot and they are shooting and they're making shots, and I know you got a big man down low and all that, but they they need to get the green light. You got to switch it up sometimes to let them guys shoot and have the other big guys just crash the board. You know, back like old school playing. You know, if it's working. Let them guys shoot. Them guys are hot, you know. Let them shoot. I think I think Illinois guards could have beat them tonight if they would let Plummer and 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 uh, Fraser shoot more. You know, let 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 it fly. You know, I mean, sometimes you just gotta let it fly. You know. 
Yeah, pl- pl- Plummer went quiet there for a long while. I think he he might have went almost twenty minutes between buckets. He he got an and one, and then it wasn't uh, until or no, that's a lie. He got a three late in the first half, and then didn't score again until some way sometime through the second half. I I wonder if that's. That that is true, you know. I, I think they were looking to get Kofi involved even after they were making some threes. But I wonder if it was more the Illini didn't take care of the ball very well there for a, a few possessions well, yeah, after the big run. That was part of it, right? That was part of it. I don't mean to cut you off. That was part of it. Yes, it was the turnovers, but they was in some tough shots, contested shots, also. It, it, yeah, it like they was open. It's not like them guards get like pick set for them to hit the three-point shot. And I think they, they need to implement, implement that into the game a little bit more so that Plummer, I think he needs picks so that he can go ahead and get his shot off easily. I think he needs to be like a look, – I think they need to look at him a lot more like, man, this dude could actually shoot and he's not no fluke. Good thoughts. We appreciate you calling in. Vinny, do it again, okay? All right. There's Vinny calling in from Champagne and Appreciate and it. I don't think we've heard from Vinny before, or if we have, it's been a while. I appreciate a couple of new voices here on the program and yeah. appreciate the regulars. Always. To also to his point, the Illini shot forty four percent from three again today. That's fine. Incredible. Sixteen of thirty six. That's just fine. Inside the arc, eleven of thirty two. Yeah, that's the opposite of what Illinois was last year on both sides. Right. Other outside of Demonte, you know, hitting his trays, leading the nation, and that, yeah, it was all fifteen feet and in between Io and Kofi, and guys just getting to the rim. And I, I kind of worried early in the year if they might rely too much on the three. And to his uh, Vinny's point, you know, the the things have gotten this offense going is letting Plummer and Frazier shoot the three, and you know, good to see. Trent get his season high today. He's really been breaking out the last couple, three games, playing his his defense. Um, it, the offense is always going to work through Kofi. That, that's just kind of how it is. But they also don't run a whole lot of set plays for the guards. Shout out to the texter who copied and pasted the definition of a sports hernia for me. Oh. Uh, further underscoring that I don't want one and neither do you. Um, and, Let's give and, us some highlights. Yeah. Well, the medical community prefers the term athletic pubalgia. I've never heard that to before. refer to this type of injury. Uh, but the uh, general public and media are more, are call it a uh, sports hernia. Anyway, after that, you you you, you don't want it. It's a, a strain or a tear of soft tissue in the in the groin or lower abdomen. Yeah. You don't want Oof. it. Ugh. Um. So, sorry about that, Hutch. And the texture that says stripe the hall is stupid. It should always be I think orange this, this paint guy the hall. was just waiting for a reaction, and he got it. So keep going with it. No, I mean, I, I think stripe the hall is is potential to be better, you know, with the, with the dichromatic scheme. But you, it, it has to be well executed, and you can't you can't do it with amateurs. All right. Well, like you, you got to s- have everybody in on this thing. You got to supply the shirts. I think. At, the, at probably, the end of the day, at the end of the day, if you want everybody to buy in, you've got to buy in yourself. Buy those shirts and lay them on the chairs. Absolutely, and 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 then you can't. I think you could get away with it with Arizona because the smattering of Arizona fans probably had red on, and if you just kind of 
move them into the orange section, that works. But if you're going to do it against Michigan State and then you got some greens popping out, it's going to throw the whole thing off. <laughs> and I'm all for it. I'm guessing they'll get a sponsored event for the paint the hall or orange oh, out yeah. or whatever later on this season. That's, they absolutely should do. No, that that is really cool when they that's, do that. And I think maybe to your point, and as it was exampled today, most people want to wear orange when they go to an Illini game. It stands out. It pops. It's a great color. Well, and it's their right to. You can't tell them can't what tell, to you, wear. You can't. Civil disobedience <laughs> ends in a not as picturesque uh, setting for the State Farm Center, but it was okay. pretty good. Okay, that's that's our aside. Um, we're we're just gonna uh, group like four texts together and say that the the fans want the Illini to catch the ball a, a little better. Um, Phrases from stone hands to please just get some hands. Uh, so so that kind of covers all of that. And um, one more point from uh, Terry and Clinton that's uh, a good one. Too many second chance shots for Arizona and things. Uh, I didn't want to get into this yet, but we're going to. And things changed when Williams got the technical. I'm going to start with the second chance points. Along with the points off of turnovers, Arizona scored 30 of their 38 first point first half points off of turnovers or off of offensive rebounds. So the uh, didn't exactly give it to Arizona, but those are, you know, effort plays. Those are things where Arizona was just getting it done and the Illini weren't. And it, it wasn't as bad in the second half and really on the rebounds it was close. 43 to 42, and uh, oh, and I actually had more offensive rebounds. I'm guessing in the second half, uh, Arizona didn't have a whole lot. So that was one thing that they they cleaned up in the second half. But early on, Arizona had that going. They were getting the offensive boards, and then they were converting. And Demonte's technical came when the Illini were up six, uh, somewhat late in the first half. It was after the under eight that that happened. The Illini went into the locker room with a four-point lead, and then it dwindled down to a, a one-point deficit. They got it back up by five in the second half and then lost the lead there. Kind of went back and forth for a little while, but mostly was in control of Arizona. So was DeMonte's technical the game-changer? I mean, you can say, yeah, the, the, the game changed after that. I don't know if it, I don't know if it was the difference-maker. Hmm. I'm trying to see why that was. I'm trying to understand why that was. I think from the standpoint that it was completely unnecessary. Yeah. At that point in time, you've got the fans with you. You've got a seven-point lead. You made a tough play on the ball, and you got called for a foul. Yep. As I say, the greatest equalizer in the world is sports because you can just go out there and beat them. What are you going to do? You're going to puff your chest out so that the referee can break it up? Yeah. You don't win off of that. And then they got the two, right? I believe it was supposed to be a foul on the floor. They end up calling, or or maybe that got changed. But they count the two, they get the two free throws, and they get the ball. It was a big momentum swing. I don't think it was the game, as you said. But it was a a, a big moment, I, I think, that the Illini, if you just keep your cool... Mentally tough right there in that moment. Maybe you, you keep the momentum on your side. Well, yeah, it ends up being a six-point play. 
there was just so much ball game left. Right. That right. that's all my point. But I I agree with everything you said, well, and I think the spirit of the text there as well. And it, and it you know comes full circle with that play in the the Steelers game that you saw Thursday. You know it, it wasn't good when the guy is taunting you know first oh, yeah. down with 36 seconds to go. But the Steelers didn't score for 29 minutes, 39 minutes of that ball game. I mean you've got to you've got to do so much more. But when it comes down to close games, these things, you know, get amplified a little bit. Okay, let's get into our Pekin uh, insurance beyond the expected moment of the game. Don't fall behind early in the game. Build up a solid lead against the unexpected with Pekin Insurance. Visit PekinInsurance.com or contact a Pekin Insurance agent to start defending your assets. This one's kind of tough because, as we said, it was the four guys you expect to have the biggest offensive output for the Illini today in Fraser Plummer. Coburn and Grandison, but I thought Trent's 11-0 run by himself, part of that 19-2 run, um, the Illini were searching for answers on offense, and Trent took the ball and he said, you know what, I'm going to be Trent Frazier and I'm going to do it. That's what I I captioned the highlight, is Trent Frazier remembers he's Trent Frazier. And uh, that was great to see. Uh, I was seeing re- a little bit of reaction on Twitter from Arizona fans. You know, we've been watching this for five years now. It's been, you know, more here and there over the last couple years. But it, it was great for, for him in front of the, the State Farm Center to go off like that. And uh, too bad it wasn't in a win. I can't agree. I mean, I can't disagree. I mean, it was There was a moment where you just went, okay, this is Trent May- Frazier going into takeover mode. <laughs> and... At the end of the day, the Illini have really lived off of their veterans on this on this squad doing all that. That's why they won at Rutgers. That's why they won, especially at Iowa. It was veterans doing veteran things. And other than I mean, Plummer kinda had a had a, a boneheaded moment there with the turnover late, but I mean him and Frazier were great. Love to see it. Trent Frazier, 27 points, goes 6 of 11 from deep, adds four rebounds and an assist. But his offensive run gets our peak in insurance beyond the expected moment of the game. Frazier lines up a three. Got it. Right over the top of Creesa. Frazier shakes his finger at the crowd. He got a three ball there. His first points of the game. He had 18 the other night. Bala with a left-handed shot of the lane. Won't go. Rebound to Monte Williams. 24-21 Arizona. Down the lane. Pull up. Frazier. Jumper is good from 15. Frazier goes into in. He has five. And here comes the crowd. And a pass across the lane. Missed. Shot inside. Won't go for Ballo. Rebound, Illinois. They can take the lead. Frazier for the lead for three. Got yes. her. Frazier with a three. Timeout, Arizona. How do you like that? The Illini on an 8-0 run. And Frazier, the one who spurs it. Let's get one more highlight to finish the run. Bench for Arizona off to our left. He goes around his man. Pull up for three. Yes. He got it. Frazier with some more cash. Three ball from the left wing and an 11-0 run by Trent Frazier. He eventually, coming up later on, he gets the steal and he gets the and one and he's looking up into the crowd. I mean, that was that was almost an all-time Illini moment, the, that run that he went on. By the way, the Illini's team record for three-pointers, 17. Mm-hmm. That was set in the opener last year against North Carolina A&T. They made 16 tonight. So that means basically 
this was their best three-point night ever against a power opponent. That's true. It's kind of wild. We're, we, we we thought Plummer was going to, and he still could break the single game record, and I, I think the team is kind of on that way to maybe breaking the sing, single game record as well. They, they've been shooting it great, and as Lauren pointed out, really at this point it's kind of on the shooting to keep the Illini in it. Because That's what they had there's, tonight. There's no, it's inside or outside. There's not a whole lot of mid-range. But love seeing the three ball tonight from Trent Frazier, Peak and Insurance Beyond the Expected Moment. We've got more texts. If you want to give us a call, do that. 217-356-9397. Fasteners, etc. Postgame show. As your family grows, so does your responsibility to protect them, even if you're suddenly absent. Pekin Life Insurance Company offers a transitional life insurance policy that provides a high-level life insurance benefit during the years you need it the most and ends with a guaranteed paid-up policy that will be there for the rest of your life. Learn more at PekinInsurance.com or call your local independent Pekin Insurance agent about flexible and affordable life insurance today. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. What's Casasa checking with Prospect Bank? It's like adding points to the scoreboard for being a good team player. Open an account online at bankprospect.com. Member FDIC. Just took our ball and, and give Arizona a ton of credit. Tommy's got a really good team, and, uh, uh, you know, that's a team that can make a deep, deep run in, in March and if they stay healthy. And, you know, that's what they look like when you want to see a pro uh, wing player in Matherin. Um, you know, that's what, that's what they look like. And, uh, uh, but, again, we got the game right where we want it. Uh, we're not playing great uh, in terms of, of execution, but... You know, it's really hard to overcome somebody just taking your ball constantly and, and the turnovers, and it's it's five to seven, eight-point swings uh, where we just don't get shots because people take our ball. There's Brad Underwood after the game talking about the I physically got to get tougher with the ball. And mentally, as we were discussing, just – Locking things down in those winning moments, not having boneheaded turnovers, not stupid fouls. And to take it a step further, he has indicated now multiple times he's not been able to grind them in practice to get this changed because of the limitations they've had with sickness and what have you. So they haven't had all the time they want in practice. He's intending to use these next couple of weeks. Yeah, there's finals. Uh, but the schedule lightens up here a little bit until bragging rights. And uh, bragging rights, you might look at that right now and say that should be a W. Should. But because Missouri is not a good. No, not at all. So what is it? It's like two games over the next two weeks. Am I imagining that? Uh, Saturday, a, w- a week from oh, today, no. and then bragging rights. And, and then bragging rights. And so, then, so and then two Florida games over- A&M. You got three games coming up that you should win on paper. And that the the toughest would be Missouri, and then and then you open up Big Ten play again, what on the road against Minnesota? Yep. So there's some more W's out there, but a lot of gap in between games to to get things done. Had it been said that Frazier's labrum's torn? I think that's, that's the, the first f- I've heard. I thought that was the first time I had heard that too. And 
we we see it all the time. I mean, Baker Mayfield's playing with a torn labrum right now in a in a truly physical sport, but that's kind of incredible. I thought it was a bone bruise. That's what I'd heard. By the way, Brad Underwood also said Kofi's playing with a bone bruise on his knee. Mm. Not clear to me how limiting that is to him or not. Is yeah. it a, just a painful thing and grind, grind th- gut through it, or does it limit what you can do? Yeah, I, I imagine that, that Kofi and Brad would probably err towards the, the side of you just got to gut through it, especially at, at you know, you're just in the season. Well, he wouldn't be out there if it's going to do more damage. Much, right. right, but I'm just, you know, is he 85% of what Kofi could be because of it? I don't know. I don't we, know enough about it. Mm-hmm. By the way, we got a question about the, 20, uh, the, the lack of the shot clock changing on that out-of-bounds scramble that on review the one review i saw in the arena looked like kierce's foot was on the line but i guess it wasn't definitive but dion pointed out why didn't the shot clock why did the shot clock get reset to 20 instead of staying at seven or wherever it was i if anybody knows (laughs) some technicality of this i don't i don't know what was said what did tim sinclair say over the pa did it just say that there was nothing said. It there just was. was there was it was nothing just said. The, the, the official well, made the it, motion. They reviewed it for three minutes. You you thought something was going to come out of it, and they left the call the same, and they left the the clock the same. I haven't seen a full replay. I imagine they thought the Illini had. I think the coaches were indicating they should not have been reset. So my guess is there was a reason, but I don't know what it is. We don't know. We don't know. Let's go back to the phones. Give us a call, 217-356-9397. David's in Tolono. Good evening, David. Hey, how you guys doing? I uh, I, I really thought they, they battled uh, the referees and, and battled the uh, the Arizona about as well as they could without Curbelo, and uh, they had too many turnovers, but uh, uh, they did shoot the ball extremely well. And, and overall, I thought it was a great effort by our guys. Uh, they had a little bit of an uphill fight and uh, all night long, and, and, uh, but they still played them pretty much down to the wire. So I'm not really, really uh, discouraged. Uh, I'm proud of their effort. They were just uh, a man short, and uh, uh, I hope Curbelo's okay. I'm, I'm getting concerned about his long-term health now. It's been, I don't know how many games he's been out, but uh, maybe there's a little bit more to the story. But uh, I hope he gets feeling better, and uh, I think the guys are, are going to be fine once we have a complete team. And we haven't been completely healthy or a complete team one time this year. And I hope that, uh, or maybe one game, but uh, I hope uh, we'll get better as time goes on and just cut down our turnovers. But I thought the team showed a lot of heart. Trent Frazier played outstanding tonight. And and uh, so I, I'm kind of encouraged. I'm sad that they lost, disappointed, but I'm encouraged by the effort. And uh, uh, hopefully they'll uh, have some good games to, to come. So uh, you guys have a great evening. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate your, your call, David. And yeah. Good I, take. I, I I was pretty frustrated, you know, after the the first five minutes, you know, afterwards, just because it felt like this game was there for the taking. The Illini, not only, I, I mean, they had the lead multiple times. They had the momentum multiple times. They went on these runs, and then they couldn't string stops back together. And, and like you said, you know, this is a, a great team. I'm not, I'm not off of the Illini because they lost this. It's just so disappointing because... It felt like a game the Illini could have had. But isn't it a different frustration? 
Right, because it's different a, than Marquette or Cincinnati. Yeah, it, it was different in that, oh, they're not executing that. They're not executing that, but it wasn't lack of effort uh, or will, really. Yeah. No, no. But, I don't but so. the, the, the execution was frustrating because of the turnovers. Um, and, and when Brad Underwood has said they're soft, I, I think he's not really saying they're soft in their will. They just haven't manned up enough on it and haven't um, had the consequences enough of not doing it from him in practice. I think that's what he's kind of saying. Yeah, and and that's how it feels. He's just trying to, to fire up his troops, and that's the, the line that he's used a couple of times this year, and we'll see if they take it to heart. And I, I was curious to, to get David's thoughts, and we're kind of at this point. It's like, how do you feel about the, the Illini as they're constructed right now. And we kind of got into this last post game because Crabello has been out for almost a month now. So what's his co- conditioning going to be like? And this team's figured out, you know, how to play with the, the current players that are active. So how does he fill back in? As we've pointed out, you know, there's just been no true point guard. The guys that have filled in have done an admirable job over the last few games. But how does this look completely different once Corbello gets back in there? And I wonder how they're going to ease him back in. I imagine that's how they do it. Not going to just throw him to the wolves and give us 35 minutes. But I, I could be wrong, and maybe he will be ready to go. But we, as we keep saying, it, they're, they're keeping it pretty close to the vest, and we don't know enough details to really say firmly which way he's going. You know, Alfonso Plummer just tweeted a minute ago. He said, first time they call that in my career. And he yeah. added, he added a, a little color after that. Well, <laughs> and, and that's that's what one of my buddies said. And and you see it regularly. You'll see, you know, referees given the five count. And he was and closely guarded. That's the reason. Right. And that's why, yeah, that's why he got the five count. It, it's, it's not, yeah, yeah, it's a rule. Everybody knows it's a rule there. It's kind of like, you know, the 10-second call when a guy's bringing up really slow, if they really paid attention to that, especially in the NBA where it's only eight seconds, a lot of the time it goes over that. But occasionally the referees will pay specific attention to, you know, things like that. And it's it's tough, uh, especially because I, I think the Illini should have been attacking a little more there. Down three, 23 seconds. You don't want to rely on a three. Get a two. Get the ball back. Don't stand 35 feet away dribbling for five seconds just watching the time roll off. Uh, Underwood also indicated that you could see it. Plummer came over and was – Underwood asked him basically what what happened, and he looked, like, confused. I I think he said something to the effect of, I didn't know they would call that or I didn't – or I thought they got rid of it because the five-second rule kind of changed a few years ago. Right. The bottom line is Plummer was a little bit confused and didn't expect the call to come. Tough time to learn it. Bo Borowski, baby. Big Ten basketball at its finest. Go we read played. the article about the the anonymous survey of coaches. and Everybody they, loves Bo, of course. They think he's a good official unless he gets really triggered. Oh, yeah, that's what, yeah. If he gets really emotionally triggered, but they actually think he's... There's a reason he shows up in big games all the time. Well, well he's a good official. What was it? Hate uh, on me. I, I I'm just telling you that they, they wouldn't keep assigning him. He was he did the the Illinois Rutgers game, whatever that was, last Friday, and then he was up in Wisconsin oh, doing okay. the 11 a.m. game the next day. Their schedules are brutal. 
brutal. It, it, yeah, it, it will we'll still, you know, ride him. It sounds like he needs a little mental toughness himself as well. So we'll keep <laughs> chiding him uh, and keep it keep it up in the arenas. You know, we, we've all got to get tougher and better. Fasters, et cetera, postgame show. We've got some more texts and some more calls to get to. We're going to get a, another break in here, and we'll come back and we'll get back into all that. How well do you know your insurance company? Uh, well, I know I pay each month, and I'm covered. Okay. Are you sure you have the best rates? Do you have the right coverage for your needs? Are you paying for things you don't need? Well, I haven't actually talked to my agent. I, I just assumed... Talk to a real person. Talk to someone local and see the difference. Myers Insurance Group is local and independent, and we're always here to talk. You are not a number. Your family, Myers Insurance Group. We work for you. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say, let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. Hey, Illini fans, thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow! It's the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. You can weigh in on today's game by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line. 217-356-9397 or texting the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357 Right wing to Grandison inside to Coburn against Coloco up and in with the left hand Put him in the basket, baby. Put him in the basket. Too skinny. He's too small for you, big fella. Coburn with six. 31-24. A 13-0 run for Illinois. Down the lane. Off-balance shot blocked by Coburn. Knocks it to the corner. Grandison knocks it off of Arizona. Saving it in the corner off of Tubelis. Well, there was a, another huge momentum swing that the Illini grabbed and were unable to hold on to. Kofi, a fairly quiet night, going 13 points, 13 boards, but on 5 of 15 shooting in the loss here today. Fasters, etc. post-game show. Evan Kahn, Scott Bailey, Dylan Chambers with you. And uh, a text message uh, along the lines of that saying this is a, a prelude to what we'll see against Purdue. Woo. To an extent, in the post we will. They're not as long 3-1. through one. And you kind of saw that against them. But we saw what happens when a seven-footer goes up against a seven-footer. It's not quite as easy. And um, this texter says uh, something along the lines of Kofi needs to develop a, a different shot variety. And I think that was more, as we were discussing here during the network post game. Kofi was getting frustrated and he was reverting back to what he knew and that is my right hand is my strong hand that's my strong side and he kept going right kept going right even though he's shown the left-handed hook and the the left-handed baby finish this year and uh yeah I, I think it's in there he just didn't have the greatest night but also credit to the defense from Arizona you're spot on and Kofi will be better then he played tonight. He also faced his toughest test this year. Still what, put up 13. What, what He still put up a double-double. What team, And his rebounding what, was huge. What team has what Arizona has <laughs> this year that they've already played? That they've already played. None. So it's going to be tough when you see Purdue 
might be tough when you see Michigan. It's going to be tough with Ohio State. Yeah, they you know, there's some bigs. there's some bigs around. Yeah, shout out to Simeon. I, I forgot I, I saw Payne and Kofi running together and BBV and Kofi running together tonight. You know, they were trying the Illini were trying to counter the size from Arizona. So got to see the first two big man look from Illinois and it worked to varying success, but uh not enough here as the Illini lose to Arizona back to the fan line. Todd's with us in Muhammad. Thanks for the call, Todd. What are your thoughts? Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. Um, you know, I, on the subject of Corbello and his recovery and stuff, I just want people to be patient. Um, I deal with, uh, I'm in the medical field, and I deal with peaceful, people with the post-concussion protocol. And it's, it's really like one step forward, two steps back as things go. And you, people have to remember that he's not just a basketball player. He's a student. He's got classes. He's got things that he has to do to take care of. And the big thing for concussion protocol is brain rest. And it's tough to get brain rest when you've got to be looking at screens, you've got to be reading stuff, and you've got to be going to classes and stuff. And so everything that he's doing to try to get through that is really difficult in trying to continue on forward. So I just hope people are patient with him. I just hope that they understand that this is not like, oh, you took a knock on the head. You'll be okay in two weeks and stuff. Sometimes it can take weeks or even months mm-hmm. to get through this stuff. Well, and, and I just t- hope people are patient. And, and Todd, my understanding is it it varies person to person. I, I was talking with somebody who uh, had a spouse that had a concussion from I I don't remember the the incident what it was, but was dealing with headaches for a long time after that significant headaches. It wasn't a sports related injury, but a concussion's a concussion. And I just my understanding is that it, it just varies from person to person. And it can take uh, it can take weeks, depending on where the knock on the head took and what part of their brain, as far as uh, you know, the ability to focus and the ability to really think through things. And you know, it's not just basketball. He's a student. You know, he's got to be able to be, be able to be there for his classes and stuff. And brain rest is a difficult thing to do in this time when people are always on their phone, always looking at screens, and that is the hardest thing to get away from. Yeah, it's like trying to get better while also you know having to to keep doing what you're doing and and yeah it it counteracts so appreciate the thoughts and and the information thanks for calling in todd oh todd's already gone but yeah i I mean mean, there is a level to which we're assuming this is all concussion related but right because it hasn't but i mean it's hard not to draw that conclusion right because that was the the early reason why he was out for those first couple games and then coming back you know maybe brad misspoke but what we have heard are headaches and and, you know other things of that nature and i i think back to a lot of catchers in baseball right you know david ross joe mauer more specifically justin morneau who took a knee to the head and he was just never the same he ended up missing almost eight months because of a concussion like he said I mean it affects guys completely differently and uh, and that's kind of why I'm on the train of how do we think the Illini will do without Corbello because it's kind of hard to count on him especially when we're not been given specifics or timelines or, or anything like that they've kind of got to operate under the assumption that Corbello isn't on the team because as of right now he's not putting on the uniform. It's maybe hope for the best and assume the worst yeah. going forward. You probably have to plan like you don't have them, but be ready when you do get them back. 
News Talk 1400, 93.9 FM, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS, Champaign-Urbana. Let's get our keys to the game, brought to you by Hickory River Smokehouse. For Real Texas Barbecue, it's Hickory River Smokehouse. Dine-in, drive through and pick-up. Order online at hickoryriver.com, and also brought to you by Hickory Point Bank. Well, obviously the turnovers were the the main key that I think Brad talked about. I think everybody saw it, and all our texters have been pointing out the, the turnovers and the un the 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 untimely turnovers the at the worst time type of turnovers as well we've seen some games where illinois created a rash of them or had a rash of them early in the ball game and then calmed down that just that just wasn't the case and then they, my other key was they're just missing one more scoring option tonight yeah whether it was kofi kind of getting limited or just nothing in the middle uh, that's my other thing, but Illinois needed tonight to just get over the hump against a really good Arizona team. Yeah, I, I would say my key kind of along those lines was just the the Illini's lack of execution in the half court. The best that we were seeing with them on offense was when it was in transition and when they were getting stops. And But when Arizona was locking down, forcing them to do their offense forever away from the basket that's when they were running into the turnovers and that comes from you know guys not being able to get to the lane like Arizona but also a a lack of attacking and just being physical with the ball and and taking care of the ball once again with the turnovers and and one more I go back to what I said in rapid reaction is they don't yet have the closing figured out I don't want to say the closer because that's Io he's gone okay what's next is it Plummer? Is it Trent? Is it something that Kofi does? I didn't love uh, the Jacob Grannison shot at the end, yeah. uh, but if it falls, then he's a hero. I understand. And he can shoot. I'm not saying he shouldn't, but it just didn't seem like it was the right play at the time. All that to say, the last couple of minutes, Illinois has got to figure that out, how to make the winning plays. So those are just a couple of things that are missing. It's a four-point loss. A couple more things go right. Illinois wins this game. Those are our keys to the game, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank, with roots right here in our Champaign-Urbana community, Hickory Point Bank Invested, and by Hickory River Smokehouse. Getting close to the end. Get your calls in. Get your texts in here on the Fasters Etc. postgame show. Hi, I'm Dan Marker with Hickory Point Bank. Running a local business is tough. We get it because Hickory Point Bank is a local business too. As one of Central Illinois' leading locally owned banks, we have been serving Champaign-Urbana businesses and families for years. Most importantly, we know and understand the issues you face every day because we face them too. Join us, see the local difference. Hickory Point Bank and Trust, member FDIC. There's nothing better than real Texas barbecue and no better place to get it than Hickory River Smokehouse. Every cut of beef brisket, turkey breast, pork shoulder, and on-the-bone chicken are rubbed with a signature spice blend and infused with real hickory smoke for a juicy award-winning flavor. Add one of their famous sides and it's a meal. Open for drive through takeout, dine-in, and caterings. And don't forget, you can skip the drive through line and order online at hickoryriver.com. Can't wait to see you at one of the Central Illinois Hickory River locations, Urbana, Decatur, Springfield, and Peoria. Hey, Illini fans, thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. Well, Trent always does it defensively. Yes, he and, does. And, um, you know, we've been, you know, Trent hadn't practiced. Mm-hmm. Trent's been, you know, at the top of the list of, of 
you know, uh, bruised knee, uh, bruised bone on his knee that's held him out, and then his, uh, you know, his torn labrum in his shoulder. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's great to see him going. We know what he's capable of. Uh, you know, plumber offensively, but he's minus 17 uh, and plus minus, and, and we just lost them in transition. And, yeah. and you know, uh, give Kreza a lot of credit because he's a, he's a terrific player. And Yeah, some unusual plus-minus stats here in this Illinois loss to Arizona, 83-79. And I go back and forth. You know, sometimes you get something out of these stats, sometimes you don't. As he pointed out, Plummer minus 17. Maybe that was uh, something he was lacking on the defensive side. I don't know. Williams was plus 8. Trent, Trent Frazier, who we commended for his defense, he was even negative at minus 2. Um, yeah, so, but both. Well, what's weird is Frazier played 38 minutes and is minus two, and Plummer played 37 minutes and is minus, minus 17. So I'm guessing Frazier was sitting for a few minutes when Plummer was on the floor, and it just. I got to go back and look. And, and that was one a couple of big runs because Hawkins was on the floor for 12 minutes and was minus 17. That's worse. Yeah. And, and, and that was a, a huge. Thing in this game were, were runs. The Illini, or Arizona started on the big run, then the Illini hit back, and then Arizona hit back, and it was just such a, a game of runs. It wasn't really the back and forth kind of affair that we saw maybe against Iowa the other night. Yeah, but in the end, I think Arizona had about three or four big runs, where Illinois had only maybe one or two. Yep. And Arizona was just a little bit better in the end. That's the difference here tonight. We go back to the fan line. Give us a call, 217-356-9397. Going down to Decatur, I believe it's Jaggy. Yeah. John hey, Jaggy. Hey. Um, you know, how many times have you seen in the line I game this year five-second closely guarded call? Zero. Zero. <laughs> That's right. And if you watch it, I, I'm home now. I, went, I saw it personally, but I'm, I'm watching it. He, he wasn't – the official started the, the call, started the count when he was really kind of outside that three-second, three-feet uh, area. And then he had, a, he had two of those seconds counted off that way, and then the guy took a couple steps closer. And you could say he was possibly being closely guarded, although – Plummer didn't feel like he's being closely guarded. The guy wasn't, you know, he wasn't all over him. And, you know, I, I thought that was really a, a really bad, bad look for the official right there. I think, I think especially at that point in the game. Now, granted, Plummer's got to be out of the corner of his eye seeing the hand go back and forth. But I'll let that, I'll let that be that as it may. But you take Hawkins' production against Notre Dame, take it against, um, Rutgers, you take it against uh, Iowa, you're looking at three points, I think seven points, three points, seven points, nine points, and four points. He's not cutting it. And I don't really blame him so much as they've got him playing that wing four, big guy wing four, and he's not, his ball handling's not there, his passing's not there, and his shooting is. He's just—he seems like he's a step behind and a step in, and and not thinking ahead, not seeing the defense. 
when he looks in for passing down the post, it's all it's all it's like it's too late. And you know he's got to he's got to pick up that idea of he's going to get the ball. He's got to kind of make sure he knows what he wants to do with it. He doesn't seem like he knows what to do with it half the time. So that's my two cents. Have a great day. Thanks for the call, John. I think the rule is six feet, not three feet. Correct me if I'm wrong on that's the closely guarded. Yeah, I mean, that's the rule for everybody. <laughs> um, and, and as for Coleman, I, I, I'll say this. I'm not totally concerned about lack. I mean, zero points I'm concerned about. But you look over his body of work, it's not all about point production there for him. Mm-mm. He's been doing everything. He's been doing a little bit of everything from guarding and rebounding, you, you know, at Iowa, he had five assists. He still had three assists today. Um, he's been blocking shots. Coleman is an X factor. He wasn't very effective tonight, especially defensively. But I don't. I. 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 I mean, when you only have four guys score, it's not just on Coleman. But you needed more from tonight. He didn't have a great game, but I think he's been fine the last few games. He's a sophomore. He's still a. He's not a finished product. Yeah, he's one of those that, that are, are are learning those you know winning plays, tough, mentally tough things, and he does need to be a little more efficient. And as we were saying to the the X factor point, he's not the guy that they're going to lean on to be the leading scorer. But it would be nice to get a, a few points out of him here and there, and may and maybe to to the caller's point, we we saw the effort he was putting in on the defensive side, both against Iowa and Rutgers against Harper Jr. and Murray, two of the better, if not, you know, all Big Ten type of guys. And then, you know, the offense falls off a little bit. We saw that with Trent there for a year, year and a half as he figured out his offensive game again. Mm-hmm. Going to need more from Hawkins. I'm not not overly worried about him. And, and as we see with the minutes here once again, even in the foul trouble, Coleman Hawkins has the sixth most minutes here tonight. And he's going to be the guy that one of the guys that, that Brad's going to going to count on for for big minutes, big defense, big offense. Got to take care of the ball, and that's things that that we'll look for. Um. Okay. Well, can you believe? You could probably believe football is over. Now we're officially into basketball season. Ninety four Division one basketball games today. Delicious. Love it. Didn't get to watch a, a whole lot of it. I saw a little bit of Wisconsin lose to Ohio State earlier today. I'm sure and, that upset you. Oh, it was, you know, just delicious. Um, and uh, got to watch the Illinois game. Michigan State over Penn State. Uh, something we were talking about. Kentucky downed by Notre Dame. On the road, of course, but Notre Dame was not fantastic uh, against the Illini. It was but, a low-scoring game. And it was in the 60s, I think. I saw Kentucky play like a game and a half, and they've got some dudes, but as always, Calipari loses the trap game. It's just Court storm. what they do. Court storm. I was worried about that. I was worried that if Illinois, COVID? if Illinois won this game, that they might storm the court. I don't think Underwood would have wanted it. I, I wouldn't have wanted it. And I... I don't know if they would have, but I that was something I was thinking about for a little bit. Of course, Illini because they asked them not to do it right after uh, the Michigan State one. Yeah, the Michigan State one was fine, but then when they wanted to kind of, we've been here before, act like you've been here before. So I don't, I don't think it would have happened, and I don't know about that. You know, Notre Dame storming against number ten. Hey, you want a home and home with Kentucky? Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be electric. Um. 
Josh Whitman. Let's get Kentucky's AD on the phone. Let's go. Let's do it. Can you imagine the money that could be made off of advertising from that game alone? Um, okay, well, as we get the final thoughts in here, you can give us a call. You can give us a text. we got to get one more break in here, and then we'll, we'll wrap up the postgame show, okay? Okay. If you're a contractor, Pekin Insurance has you covered with policies that fit your needs. Contact your agent to learn about coverage for buildings, business personal property, general liability, and a host of additional endorsements and coverage enhancements to keep your contracting business well protected and running smoothly so you can focus on the job, not the what-ifs. To learn more, go to PeakinInsurance.com. Best of luck to all the players and coaches during today's game. This is Angela Carr with Prospect Bank. Go Illini! Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say, let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. Practice, practice, practice in offense and practice mm-hmm. we're not going live because we haven't there's days we haven't had 10 guys yeah and we, we've got to find grit and toughness and practice and execute and and be effective and and again you know tommy and in, in, in that staff did a great job of of, of, of taking things away mm-hmm. but we're running offense at half court because we're not tough enough um and 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 that that can't happen and you know, and then without Curbelo, you know, that affects your ball screen. You know, you you, you, you got one of the elite ball screen guys in the country who doesn't play and, uh, you know, an All-American. So, you know, it, it's we just got to become tougher. And, and again, DeMonte fought foul trouble tonight. He's a guy that can, can handle the ball on a wing. But uh, uh, our ball toughness was, yeah. was really lacking. Head coach Brad Underwood talking about what the Illini will work on. And that's mostly just practice. They need the time in the gym. They need the time together, I think, is kind of what he was getting at as well. The Illini still figuring it out here in the early season. I should have looked this up. Now they're 7-3, and three, mm-hmm. which doesn't look the greatest, especially when you consider a couple of those losses. But as we pointed out, it's not the worst. I don't think they've hurt their tournament chances, and there's so many Big Ten games to go that, you know, they're, they're still in that conversation. I thought the worst they would do in non-conference is 9-2, and two. so now the the best they can do is 8-3 and three in non-conference, but 2-0 and oh in Big Ten play, that's a huge advantage going into January, a huge advantage. So hopefully the Illini can get that momentum back here as they finish up the non-conference and head into Big Ten play. Snapped a five-game win streak here today, uh, but they'll get a chance to start a new one a week from today. It'll be a, a noon tip over at the State Farm Center against St. Francis, PA. couple final questions here on the text line before we wrap up the Festers, etc. post-game show. Can Grandison get an extra year for COVID? Now... This is kind of a a question I've wondered as well with everybody because in football, right, everybody got an extra year, if I remember. Not just seniors, but all the way down to freshmen. 
but basketball didn't. But right? Go ahead. I'm well, no, that's I, I'm just I'm just thinking out loud here. Trent got to come back and Demonte got to come back. But you know, does Grandison get that extra year? Does Coleman get that extra year when it comes back around? I don't I don't know, honestly. It was a lot more cut and dry with you know, like baseball, they lost a season, you get a season back. Same with volleyball, you lost a season, you get a season back. But they played the majority of the 1920 season, and we got all of last season. But um, I don't know. Maybe he does come back another year. I don't. I think this is his last year, and he's a grad student, so I don't know that he can because he's already graduated. Oh, okay. So uh, very. I, I, I'm. I'm not speaking definitively. I don't know. Yeah, it's a, a unique situation. As we know, unprecedented times. Take your drink. It's Saturday night. You can do that. <laughs> um, so that, that's something that we'll dig into. We'll see if we can come up with a, a more definitive answer. And uh, to end on a slightly upward angle, 785 Texter says they were at the Cincinnati game in Kansas City. Sorry about that. But they're pleased to see that the team is figuring out how to compete without who they thought was going to be their primary ball handler and looking forward to a healthy Curbelo. I think we all are, and uh, we, we wish him the best and hope that he comes back soon. But even as things stand, not pleased with the loss, but the Illini, uh, a really good, tough showing against a top 10 nationally ranked team here tonight, but they fall short in the end to Arizona. I think you hit it on the nail. We try, we try to do our best. Okay, that's going to put... You hit the head on the nail. Whoops. That's, that's something I would say. But, uh, yeah, so we appreciate everybody who called in, who texted in, who just listened. You know, you're still participating as well. Sorry we couldn't get you a better result, as Brian Barnhart says. But, as always, we thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Scott, for coming back and co-hosting the ship here thank you dylan chambers for helping out behind the scenes as well little r&r for you coming up yes gonna take my first three-day vacation in a a good while like you said i'm just gonna rest up watch some games um i've gotten a little bit back into Fortnite with the new chapter so might do a little nerding out as well but uh we're gonna come back refreshed here later on in the week looking forward to it um next saturday pregame gets going at 10 tip off at 12 we'll be back here once again with fasters etc post game show after the game so look forward to all of that thank you all once again news talk 1493 fm wds champagne urbana and light rock 97.5 whms champagne urbana the preceding program was an exclusive presentation of news talk 1493 fm wds and light rock 97.5 fm whms champagne urbana champagne multimedia group stations